Hello friends and welcome to Slide Between the Pages with Beck and Amanda. Hello friends, welcome to this week's episode of Slide Between the Pages where we will be reviewing and discussing spoilers of the latest release by Melissa K. Morgan, Spy. Yes, so this one came out on the 4th of May, so it should be newly read by you. And we are chatting with Melissa um, at the end of this episode as well, which you will be able to hear about what she's got coming up next. Before we dive into it, I just thought I would um, set the scene. So here we go. We... (laughs) (laughs) I know where this is going. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I wanted to save this discussion so that I could get Beck's genuine uh, reaction. So basically this morning we actually had our chat with Melissa and we had it set for 10 o'clock and Beck was coming to my house and I didn't show up to my own house until five minutes before 10 because I was was doing things. She was quite tardy. So this is what happened. So I went to drop my son off at school, at preschool, and he goes to school like his preschool is right next to a shopping center. So I thought while I was there, I'd just pop in and get some groceries. You know, I've got a, I've got my daughter homesick. So I went and get her some cough lollies, that sort of thing. Anyway, I came out of Woolworths and in the middle of the, you know, shopping center, like collecting for charity or like different things. And the thing is, right, I can't (laughs) not look at them. I feel really horrible (laughs) walking past and putting my head down. So I generally will make eye contact and smile and Mm -hmm. generally then I will get you know called into their little speech bubbles while they talk to me about what they're you know raising money for and I feel really bad then that I'm not anyway so I adopted a tiger oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Uh, as I said you uh, you did what as I said um that's why I wanted to wait to get (laughs) I mean, you were you were late to our. I couldn't get away from him because you adopted a tiger. I wasn't late. I was five minutes early. But yeah, I adopted. It was a baby. It's a baby tiger. You adopted a tiger. A baby one. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's for the wildlife fund. So, and what's the tiger's name? I don't know. I'll get a package about that soon. Uh, they're gonna send Will it you to though? me. Yeah, and um, they're gonna send me all the details about my baby tiger, so I can tell <laughs> tell my kids about it. So um, I can't wait for you to tell your husband about it. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't told him. Obviously, <laughs> didn't get a chance because we were straight into the. Interview. I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him at all. I would just let him listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah all right back Back to the back back on topic but i just thought that might you know (laughs) yep get you laughing there okay so (laughs) um all right so spy is a mafia romance um obviously it's got triggers in terms of strong violence so just bearing in mind you know if that's a trigger for you melissa is a self-proclaimed book nerd that lives in the pacific northwest with her husband and two children and just based off her own bias, so she, she is the author of the Silver series and has been self-publishing for eight years. When she's not writing romance novels, she likes to binge read books, attempt to bake and mm. watch documentaries, and her guilty pleasures are peanut butter cups, can totally relate, wine, again, relatable, over-the-top reality television and a good anti-hero. 
Mm, yeah, so can't go wrong there. Now, in terms of just a bit of an overview of the book, just to give this context, although I'm sure you've already read it, it's, so as I said, it is a mafia romance with a modern day Romeo and Juliet twist. Um, and it is a story that kind of keeps you captivated from the beginning. So you've got Stephen or Fabiano, whichever one you want to go to. Stephen is his undercover name um, and the other is his mafia name. Um, he belongs to the mafia family. He has a pretty dark past, um, which is alluded to throughout the book. And I think you find out more about him in the Silver series, which precedes this. Um, he is tasked to go undercover and spy on a rival family where basically he goes and acts as a bodyguard for the daughter of this rival family. So it's all about the tension that's building between Ada, the daughter, and Stephen throughout the book. But yeah, so what, just to start with, before we like really dive into like characters and stuff like that, what was your overall take of the book? Yeah, so I actually really enjoyed reading it um which is quite big coming for me because i am not typically a fan of mafia romance mm -hmm. i've read mafia like romance in the past and i was like i would never ever either finish the book or the series because it was just too i just found it too exhausting but this one was so easy to read and i found I could actually follow on the storyline. I some I sometimes feel with these with mafia romance there's a lot of different story arcs that are just going on that I just I don't know. It it just confuses me. So yeah. but I I really did enjoy the story and how easy it was. I loved the characters in it as well. Even the 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 plot was actually really good too. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I enjoyed reading it. I found that it was a really easy read. I enjoyed it from start to finish. I can't wait for the second book, which we'll discuss more in our interview with Melissa, so you can get some details about that. But I guess you've read a lot more Mafia than me, though. Mm -hmm. So how would you compare it to... I know it's probably difficult to compare, but, like, did you find it easier to read than some? Or um, I personally like mafia romance, so I don't, and I don't mind the different stories and the different like plot twists and things like that. I don't mind that. I did love this one. I find in terms of mafia, and I think Melissa has agreed to this herself. It wasn't as dark as some mm -hmm. of the other mafia books that I've yeah. read, which was which was good because it is. It's not too heavy of a read and yeah yeah i think the darkness is is more implied rather than yes it's, it's not as detailed it, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. actually detailed or explained but you you can sort of use your own imagination yeah and, yeah absolutely yeah so i guess jumping from that into the actual characters so you've obviously got um ada who is the the daughter of the enemy family she's 22 years old and she's got kind of a contrasting personality, right? Because she's strong, she's loyal, she's fierce, she's quite capable. Um, but at the same time, she's very much controlled by her father. Mm. She's got no kind of freedoms. Um, her father also doesn't see the value that she could bring to his kind of organisation as such. He just sees her as a tool for him to get what he wants. Yeah. And, yeah. And she has a lot of... Um... Even though as strong as she is, she is definitely emotionally vulnerable as yes. well. Yeah. So she's determined to do a lot herself through the entire story and prove that 
you know, that whole stigma of being a woman and weak and all. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, she she needs someone to save her from her emotions almost. Yeah, because obviously her father has not only controlled what she does and who she's around, he's also physically abused her. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, really ingrained in her. And she hasn't really had any ability to make friends or yeah. have any type of relationship outside because she is so controlled. I think they use the the reference to like a princess in a tower basically. Like she's yeah. essentially only allowed to leave to do the things that he requires her to do, like on a work basis basically. Well, he, her father uses her as collateral too or as yes. like a form of payment throughout her whole life. Like he, yeah, that's what yeah her relationship whether it be like just to be in her company or throughout the book like it, to start off with obviously you know her father's trying to make a pretty strategic move mm. against the mafia um and to do that he decides to partner with another family and he just offers her up as a bride in this arranged marriage to mm. cement this deal with the other family so yeah and i think that is probably the point that she really becomes vulnerably vulnerable emotionally right because up until that point it was like she kind of thought i'm just biding my time until he retires and i can take over the organization yeah. and take it somewhere else i don't think she felt that she had any other option but to stay with the family and yeah you know like she didn't see there was no for her there was no other way out it was just easier to go along with whatever he was saying whatever he was dictating yeah. and yeah and then she realized when he made this move like and she's never actually going to get any like payoff as such mm. for all of these years of servitude really yeah but yeah i did like her as a character because despite all of the things that she had been through she did have quite a strong silent strength and we'll talk about it more as we get to the end like the discussion on the end of the book. But jump over to Stephen, mm. Stephen Klein. <laughs> such a <laughs> such an undercover name. I know. So, yeah, I mean, I think I, I really liked him, right? He's a strong, silent, broody type. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, he was, he's so loyal to the mafia that it really takes him a long time in the book to actually admit to any type of, feeling in general let alone towards a ada yeah because he's just so set on getting his job done and you know completing his mission as such mm. um that that's what his focus is and it does obviously allude to as i said that pretty dark past with the his undercover his five-year undercover mission previously uh you know his brother was murdered his brother's uh, fiance was kidnapped and, you know, he had to go um, undercover there to retrieve her and kind of had a bit of, you know, he was abused quite badly during that mm. that time period. He's got yeah, some so, pretty heavily emotional yeah. so he's, scars. He's got some baggage that he's dealing with and, and yeah. he finds that, you know, with meeting Ada and that she's actually able to, help him through a lot of that as well yeah yeah absolutely without probably actually knowing that that's what she's doing no <laughs> i think it was just a sidebar to them developing their relationship yeah. and actually showing each other vulnerabilities and whatnot well the fact that you know he's never been able to 
sleep without some form of medication and he falls asleep. I know. <laughs> oh, my God, that broke my heart. <laughs> oh, I did. Okay, so a couple of little, like, particularly also we forgot to mention ada is a 22 year old virgin as well since she's been locked oh, up yeah, in this castle that's right so yeah she is she is a virgin a couple of little hot parts that mm. i just had to make mention of so firstly the point where steven goes to the club with ada and the club owner recognizes who he is and so steven's like my cover's mm. about to be blown and he just makes a call to grim and he's just like club now whatever he says yeah, yeah yeah and i don't know it was so hot it was like yeah, yeah and grim just like yeah cool bam shows up yeah dead. assassinates him just done dead probably goes back and has you know little microwave meal <laughs> yeah he was like <laughs> just so okay. nonchalant about it job done yep tick that one off yeah yeah grim oh <gasps> i mean i, I mean look i he doesn't really play like He's mentioned throughout the whole story, but you do not meet him until toward the end. And when you do oh meet God, him. that was so hot. He only said like one sentence I and care. I was like, I'm so in love with this guy. I mean, I've I'm actually, I mean, I've moved on from Steven now and I just <laughs> want to know about Grim. <laughs> oh my God. The fact that he was just like randomly like an avenging angel just standing in the middle of the road and then he's just like, bam, shoots the driver. I know. Darn, tick that off. I was... At, and then he had that whole Terminator. Oh my god! I love that. Yeah, I love it because he's like so playful. And then, yeah, he was laughing. But I, when um, he un unveils who he is to Ada, I was actually like, yes, he he's only twenty seven. I was like, please don't be an old guy. <laughs> I know, I know, guy. so good, so good. Yeah, and no, I can't wait to hear more about him and listen to the uh, interview with Melissa to find more about that. So jumping back to Ada and Steven, as the plot thickens, they head off to a safe house together uh, because after Grimm assassinated the club owner, he, you know, obviously they had to kind of provide some sort of cover for that. So they said that, you know, Ada was in trouble, so they had to take her to a safe house to keep her safe, you know, so she could go ahead with her her arranged marriage essentially yeah yeah she loses her virginity to steven at the uh at the cabin all right let's just talk about this so before she actually like loses her virginity there's a part where he's trying to explain to her the effect of pushing, pushing her, away. her away and she would and meanwhile i'm like dude that's not gonna push anyone away. i mean that's that's hot <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean yeah you're giving me an incentive here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down. Oh my god, yes, I love that. Yeah, and so they take this step, and then Stephen does something he never thought he would ever do, which is to blow his cover and tell oh, her that he's. I mean, oh god, no, no, I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Why would he never think he would do that? <laughs> I just continue. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway he told her he was undercover for the mafia well, and then she put two and two together because as to who exactly yeah, who he was in the mafia yeah, yeah. because he was he, he had told the story of his brother and then she's like i've heard this before yes i know this story and then she's like holy shit like yes. and then he realizes how high and then he introduces himself yeah which I just imagine him doing in a really sexy like Yeah, because he was fully smirking as well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, totally was there for that. 
So all of that happens. They head back to the city and obviously they get found out and Stephen gets kidnapped. But they don't actually know. They know he's undercover for the mafia. They don't know who he is or how important he is to the mafia when they take him hostage. They're torturing mm. him and whatnot and, uh, you know, that in comes Grimm and the hot, like. Also, why did they untie him? Because he's tied up. Yeah. And then he wakes up because they obviously drugged him or whatever. And then they've uh, they've untied him and left the door open. He just walks in on them having a, you know, yeah, I private know. conversation about what's going on. And I'm like, why, why would you do that? Yeah. Rookie era. Rookie era. Seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess we're finishing up on, like, end scene in a movie with, like, all the gunfire and mm. secret plans Quite dramatic. and explosions yeah. and and ada is she's the unlikely hero she's the unlikely hero in all of this and i love that proving that women are not weak i love that it was a kind of final fuck you to her father like yeah. uh yeah look at me i'm badass mm. you should have taken me more seriously yeah so and then obviously they both come away stephen comes away physically hurt she comes away pretty Hand, mentally hanging off mangled and <laughs> she was like Ugh. <laughs> and she comes away pretty mentally scarred from all that she had to do mm. in that final session but uh yeah i mean i liked the way they closed off you know the final meeting in the kitchen and you know giving it a go <laughs> giving it a go good on them good on them it's they're happily ever after or happily for now while they work through all their, you know, past mm. traumas and whatnot. So overall loved the book. We would love to hear your comments on it as well. So stay tuned just to hear from Melissa because she's got lots to say about the book and also some other general things about her writing and what she's got coming up next. But we would love for you guys to touch base with us via TikTok or Instagram or in our Facebook group and just let us know what you thought about the book as well. Happy reading. Hope you enjoyed this one. All right. Hi, guys. This week we're here with Melissa Morgan to chat about her newly released novel, Spy, which is a mafia romance. So firstly, thank you for joining us and congratulations on your release this week. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ada was a complex character because she was strong, loyal, and fierce, which just a bit of a background. I really struggle with female characters, but I really loved her. <laughs> she does. She has a female character issue. I do. Um, Good. <laughs> that that actually means a lot to me. Um, she was completely <laughs> smothered and controlled by her father. Then she became the unexpected hero of the book um, at the end by taking down her father and rescuing Stephen or Bab. Bab. <laughs> Did you set out knowing that Ada would play this role or did it just eventuate that way? So I had an idea in my mind when kind of developing her character that I I wanted her to not be a damsel in distress, you know? Um, I'm kind of all about like female empowerment and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm a sucker for a good female heroine that is, you know, that is strong and that can kind of take care of herself. I'm, I'm kind of like that in real life. Um, so, uh, but I didn't realize that she was going to be, 
you know, the hero until I kind of started writing more and kind of developing her character. And I was like, you know what? She doesn't need a man. She can do this on her own if she needs to. So, so yeah, I just kind of rolled with it and I fell in love with her. She's definitely probably she, well, she is my favorite female lead that I've ever written, I think to date so far. Yes. I love her. I love that she was still quite, um, vulnerable like she had her moments where she really did need someone I guess to kind of rescue her but she was so strong within herself as well which is yeah Mm -hmm. I really loved her yeah Yeah. what kind of research do you do and how long do you spend researching before you begin a book um so usually I like to kind of take at least a couple of weeks I kind of get usually the characters come to me first and then I'll kind of start plotting them out and kind of writing out, you know, descriptors for them. So like name, age, height, birthday, you know, all that kind of stuff, like a biographical thing, just to kind of help get, get an idea. I actually learned about six months ago um, in some writing workshops that I did that uh, it's recommended to do a personality test. And this sounds a little crazy, but I can go on this like Enneagram test website and I do a personality test for each of my characters. So it kind of, which, and every time it's a different result. So I don't know, think what you will about me, but I mean, that might be kind of weird, but I I kind of answer it with that character in mind. And then it kind of helps develop their personality and stuff too. Um, So, but I like to take a couple weeks, just kind of figuring them out and figuring out, you know, who they are as as a person, so to speak. And then kind of, I just kind of start writing and see where it goes and then kind of revise while I'm writing. And my first draft is usually just all my thoughts written down. And then I kind of tailor it back from there and kind of piece it together and make sure it flows properly. Yeah, that's cool. That's I love so that. cool, yeah. I yeah. love that you do a personality test. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so, it's changed my life. Like it's, I, I discovered that other authors were doing that and I was like, that is genius. Why have I never tried that before? So, and so it works, it works for me. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And I guess what is your writing process when you're mapping these books out? Um. So yeah, usually I'll kind of, I actually like to use like an Excel spreadsheet Um, on my computer and I kind of make a a graph and I kind of, like I said, I do like the whole biographical stuff of them. And then I I kind of come up with, sometimes I'll have like certain scenes in my head um, or the, the plot point or whatever. And so then I'll take those and kind of, you know, make notes of them and everything. And then, but usually I start on page one, chapter one, start writing and then just go to the end. It's, I, it's, it's a lot of people will like, you know, do certain chapters at a time and then kind of piece it together. But I just kind of start at page one and I go and I, it, I l- kind of just let the characters lead me. I let the story kind of lead me. It's almost like I'm reading while writing. It's, you yeah. know, like how you would read a book, you would start with the first page and then go to the end. And I just kind of start with the fir- first page and go with the end and see where I end up. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that. Do you, um, do you ever think about the ending first or do you just, it just gradually just organically? It, it depends on the story. Um, I think with, with Spy in particular, um, 
I had no idea where it was going to end up. I actually didn't. I was just kind of like, I, I don't know where I'm going with these characters, but I'm just going to go ahead and follow their lead. And then it just kind of went in and went in. I actually had several other different kind of story arcs and stuff in the original draft that I did um, that my editor kind of helped me you know, she's like, this isn't necessary. Don't do that. Or I kind of like where this is headed and stuff. So it kind of helped me kind of figure out exactly how I wanted it to go. But there are, there have been other big books that I've written where I'm like, okay, I, I know where they're going. Like I know what the end game is here. Yeah. I guess like following on from that then, um, what were those little secret things you edited out? <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm trying to remember now because I had like I had a whole bunch of different things. I think I originally was going to make it. So we know in the book that that her father had kind of planned to marry her off to this other guy who's, you know, screw him. But, you know, so she she was going to kind of be more forced into that role. And so originally I was going to make Steven slash Fab be maybe his a guard for her through him instead of for her father and kind of have different things play out that way but then it just I kind of liked it better this way and, and yeah all of that sure. yeah I mean I, I wasn't upset when Sebastian's head got cut off I was like right <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a few times my editor she and bless her I love her she'll go through and she'll edit and she'll make little notes for me you know like obviously things to correct but she'll also do like her opinion or comments on things. And there were certain parts like that where she was just like, yes, finally. Or, you know, the first time he even spoke in the book, she was like, I already don't like him. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, he'll get his. <laughs> I think another part for me personally, when I was reading it, um, when they were driving to Rochester, because I have family there. So I was like, oh my really? goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So how many books are you planning for the East Boys series? And more importantly, will Grimm get a book because we need a Grimm book? I'm so excited that you guys said that. Okay, so I am currently writing the next book in the East Boys series and Grimm oh. is going to be the main character in oh, that one. Yes. <laughs> Good. I so I you. have... Yeah, everybody so far, even my husband. So my husband reads my books. He's so supportive, so encouraging, and I love that. But even he finished Spy and he was like, yeah, when's the next one coming out? What are you doing next? Like, what's going on? So um, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I'm still kind of in the plotting stages of it and trying to, I, I want it to be perfect. I like, I just, I always want everything to be perfect. So I'm still kind of letting him talk to me a little bit more, but um I love him. And yeah, he's next. He's next for sure. So I, my plan is for the East Boys is the first one was Spy. The second one will be for Grimm. And then um, the third one will be um, Geo. He'll get his book. Um, nice. So we'll kind of see where that goes. And then from that's my plan so far that I have is is just those three books within the series. Um but who knows? I don't know. You know, maybe something something will happen. I never even expected to write Spy, to be honest with you. So Stephen kind of slash fab, he showed up at towards the end of the second book in my Silver series. Yep. And um, my editor was actually the one who was kind of like, he needs his own story. Like, is that what you're going to write next? You should write his story. And I'm like, 
well, I kind of thought about it, but I wasn't sure. And then, yeah, he just kind of forefront of my mind. And I was like, he needs a book. So <laughs> then it just happened. For sure. Yeah. I, I, like as soon as he appears at the car, I was, I, I was instantly in love with him. I'm like, well, he needs a book. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. I'm excited. It's, he's a very, like Grimm is a very um, interesting character, I think for sure though, because he's like, it, what he does is quite serious, yeah. but he's so lighthearted about it. And so, yeah. 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 Well, and I'm a sucker for a good anti-hero. So I'm like, that right yeah. there is like, Yes. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Do you have any book events that you are planning to attend? Um, I don't have anything on the agenda currently. Um, it's it's so hard right now with the way the world is that I, 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 I don't know. I know that there's been talk of certain author events um, happening like around the U.S. and stuff, um, but I don't know if anything's definite yet. So it's kind of that fear of like, I don't know what I'll do or if I'll do anything or even be able to do anything because stuff gets scheduled and then stuff gets canceled, but I would love to, I'd be totally open to doing, doing yeah. signings or doing events and stuff. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I know it is really difficult at the moment because as you say, like even when they plan it, you just don't know what it's going to be like at that particular time. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Well, hopefully we will see you at some signings. Yeah, for sure. Future. Um, and we're really excited for Grimm's book. Do you have any idea roughly when you're planning on releasing that? So my, well, my original thought was probably going to be in June, mm -hmm. but because I'm still in the stages of, of kind of writing it and kind of seeing where it takes me, I'm, I'm hoping no later than August. Awesome. So, so towards the the end of you know the summer season and and stuff like I, I i would hope to have it out by then um and i'm hoping to start you know kind of diving into actually writing the first draft and then i'll start you know like posting teasers and stuff for it and like you know awesome. falling in love with the characters and all that <laughs> stuff like i did with spy so yes yeah. i can't wait to see that so there you go guys that's what you're looking forward to obviously i'm hoping you've already read spy because you're listening to this spoiler episode um and you've got groom to look forward to but in the meantime go and check out um, melissa's instagram TikTok and you can join her Facebook group for all those little teasers that she's going to be putting out because I'm sure they're going to be super hot. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for your time today. We really yeah. appreciate it and we can't wait to see more from you. Thank you, ladies. Thanks for having me.